Last year, the coronavirus pandemic turned schools and teaching upside down. Going into the new school year, the biggest concern for educators is mental health, the emotional toll the pandemic has taken. Amy Fyreisel reports now on how two school districts are trying to address that. There's been a lot of talk about learning loss in education, how kids fell behind academically because of the pandemic. But educators say that's not the real issue. The content, you know, depth wasn't there. We didn't cover as much as we needed to. But I'm not as concerned about that because it was nationwide. I mean, globally, right? This happened to everyone. It wasn't just them. That's Elaine Dixon-Cross, the principal of the Boquette Valley Mountain View campus in Elizabethtown. What keeps me up really is the amount of students that disengaged during this time. Um, I want them back. I don't want to lose them. Kids who are apathetic, who don't turn in their homework, who stop speaking in class, those are warning signs. I heard this from every superintendent, principal, and teacher I spoke with. Kids can make up content, but only if the kids are mentally well. Usually if you're well mentally, then you connect, you engage in sports, you connect with a teacher of your favorite subject, and and you do okay with academics. The pandemic has not been good to kids' mental health. A recent global study published in JAMA Pediatrics found that depression and anxiety symptoms in children and teens have doubled during the pandemic. North Country educators have seen this on the front lines. Ashley Hooper is a high school earth science teacher in Elizabethtown. We saw a lot of mental health issues, um, just things that you wouldn't expect and from students that you wouldn't expect them to be from, students that were perfectly fine before, but this kind of took... um, affected them a lot worse than you would think. Students were basically telling her they were depressed. I would always put up things in the Google Classroom like, how are you doing this week? And I would get just amazing responses where I'm I'm like, I I need to call her mom and let her know that that's how you feel. She started doing little mental health exercises in class, breathing exercises, having kids write down what they were struggling with, and then ripping the papers up. This fall, a lot of schools are using stimulus money to put in more formal mental health supports. Sackett's Harbor Central School is one of them. Jennifer Gaffney is the superintendent there. We anticipate that we're going to have kids who are going to be struggling with their social emotional health. And because of that, we've put in a number of plans for the next school year to to support kids. They're upping the hours of a counselor creating a space called the Sackett Center for kids to go get help or if they get overwhelmed. Gaffney says it's a much-needed investment in kids' health. Their comprehensive overall health, not just academics, but seriously, their, you know, every aspect of what they need to be able to be successful learners. That there's going to be some trauma because of the pandemic. Another thing they're doing is reassigning duties so their BOCI school psychologist can do more one-on-one work with kids. That's Carol Barkley. She says the pandemic has turned traditional measures of kids' mental health upside down. I do this thing called the Violent Adaptive Behavior Scales, which is a parent report. And as I'm going through some of them, I'm like, you know, I know a lot of these aren't going to apply at this point, you know. Does the child go out in the community with his friends? Nobody goes out in the community with their friends anymore, you know, until just recently again. So they're missing out on important social skills. Barkley says emotional well-being is the priority, but she does have academic concerns too, especially for kids in special education. She says school during the pandemic was particularly hard for them. Kids who are having academic difficulties, 
anyway, it was hard sometimes to just get them to attend their classes and then to provide the speech and occupational therapy and physical therapy and resource room supports and consultant teacher supports online was really challenging. We had some special education teachers who were working ridiculous hours. Barkley says it has also been hard to assess and determine new disabilities or needs because so many kids are struggling situationally. As the new school year begins, all the measuring sticks educators are used to using to track kids' progress and well-being, they're off. So what's a learning disability and what is the product of missing 50 days of school? What's an academic struggle and what's an emotional one? Figuring that out and putting as many supports as possible in place is the task that lies ahead. Amy Feyereisel, North Country Public Radio.